Sorrow, and you're listening to my favorite talk show, The Weekly Show with Aditya. This is episode 354 on the 21st of April 2021 and I welcome you on this beautiful and magnificent Wednesday morning. Let's look at tonight's highlights. We shall start this morning's episode by discussing what is the significance and the symbol of grades as far as professional sports is concerned. Then we shall move on to the song I want to break free which I am sure every individual must be wanting to sing to break free from all the rumors spreading around and then we shall review for the very first time the book Shantaram. So let's begin with the song I want to break free. I want to break free, I want to break free, I want to break free from all your lies, you are so self-satisfied, I don't need you, I got to break free, which is so true in the current scenario. God God knows, I want to break free. I've fallen in love, I've fallen in love for the first time, this time I know it's for real, I've fallen in love, yeah. 
God knows, God knows, I've fallen in love. It's strange, but it's true. I can get over the way you love me like you do. Well, it's true in the current scenario. Everybody wants to break free, but I have to be sure when I walk out that door, oh, I want to break free. Oh, I want to break free. Oh, I want to break free. But life still goes on. I can't get used to live without, live without you. By my side, I don't want to live alone. Hey. God knows. Got to make it on my own. So baby, can't you see? I got to break free. I've got to break free. I want to break free. Yeah. And thank you. I want to, I want, I want, I want to break free. Now let's move on to the first discussion point of this morning's episode. What do the letters A plus A, B, C and D signify? For students and acad academicians, it's all about giving grades. But isn't giving grades subjective because the teachers used to give grades on our performance, on our academic and extracurricular performance and then they used to put in their comments and give us grades. Well, grades are no better than the marking system that is the numerical system. The letter system is, isn't better than the numerical system. It's subjective, whether it's the letter system or it's the grading system because it signifies the haves and the have-nots, a big divide. But what do the what do these grades mean in professional sports and how do the grading of players influence their performance? Well, if you look at the various football domestic tournaments, 
there is so much conversation around the formation of the super league when i am in support of it it may be unethical it may break down football as it is deemed to be but you go where the money is if a few clubs want to form their own tournament there is nothing wrong with it if they want to break away they have their own reasons it may not seem logical we have seen uefa serie a and fa cup emirates cup the epl the english premier league football tournament going on for so many years we have formed a cocoon around it that there are no better tournaments than these but is it time for these respective clubs to break free maybe it is as the song said but let's come back to what do these grades mean in professional sports well when it comes to a sport which is exaggerated in this country that is cricket players are graded according to their performance and the grade reflects the contracts they receive over the years for example rohit sharma virat kohli and jaspreet bumrah have been retained in the a plus grading position which means that annual retainership contract which is apart from the domestic tournament and the commercial investments they receive which is different from that this is only when they work for international tournament that is for the indian cricket board eventually the likes of rohit sharma ms dhoni who is retired but once upon a time he played they were all part of the indian cricket board they are employees of the indian cricket board and the and it's often said that the indian players are spoiled well yes they are the most spoiled the indian cricket board protects them how by giving them exorbitant amounts of money through contracts and through the indian 20 over domestic competition which is seen as a separate money earner but it's all a part of the same umbrella that they don't have to play for other tournaments and then they don't have to worry about their investments or their livelihood at any point in time let's look at some examples for example in grade ar virat kohli rohit sharma and jaspreet bumrah and there is debate over whether a certain ravindra jadeja should have been given the contract for a plus a plus but he has not been playing for the past 4 to 5 months so he has not performed in that time therefore he is not given the grade a plus in a comes ashwin jadeja pujara rahane dhawan Rahul Mohammad Shami Ishan Sharma Rishabh Pant and Hardik Pandya for players like Rishabh Pant it's a big jump from probably C to A not even B so he is performed and he is rewarded it's all about rewarding and performance but why are such great why do such gradings happen are they ethical no but it's kind of a little 
root on those players who have it reflects that okay i am now a grade a player i am a grade a plus player which means i am untouchable even if i do not perform in five matches they won't demote me this is all about promotion and demotion and because the indian cricket board is a semi autonomous corporate body they follow that structure every other cricket board does but why do players of other cricket boards abandon their national tournaments and rush in to play the indian domestic over competition why because the popularity of the competition and the popularity they will receive after their performance who was ben stokes until the time he made his performance known in this tournament till 2016 ben stokes was a well known player in england but once he made his debut in 2016 it changed him and his career now there's expectation from him to perform similarly for someone like josh butler who made his debut around 2014 2015 for his country and 2016 probably for his domestic team indian domestic team he was already a good player but these performances put them on a higher pedestal and the other cricket boards have it known that they do not have the revenue and the capacity to play to pay their players such higher exorbitant rates so what does an a plus player receive well that will not be revealed moving on so in grade b well a is good a is excellent a plus is excellent a is good b is decent c is fair and d is poor that is how the grades were given in schools that if you get a plus you are a brilliant player somehow a a plus is like wow you are exceptional a is decent and as you move down the letters similarly even when you read harry potter's hogwarts there was ex- exceed expectation and other such grades given so umesh yadav bhubneshwar kumar shardul thakur mayank agarwal are the players who were in grade b but if you look at the salary that they receive over the years even the ones in grade a grade b and beyond it's not less but what is more and what is less for example if bhubneshwar kumar is fit and he plays the next 10 matches and he picks up 50 wickets in the next 10 matches he may be promoted after assessing his performance so it's a it's it's an hr they are human resources the indian cricket board sees his individuals at as assets and commodities and if they perform they receive and if they don't they perish so it's a simple game of it's 10 perform and promote or if you don't perform you are demoted and you perish that's a simple calculation and that's how we see it it's all about money it's been since 2001 ever since the indian cricket board started looking at investments and money in a serious manner though there could be richer sports players sports athletes than kohli and bumrah etc 
Ronaldo is known for that. Messi is known for that for being rich, and with performance comes advertisement. With advertisements come revenue for the governing bodies. And when the governing bodies receive the advertisements, they give the share of that advertisement to the player in the form of salary. It's as simple as that. So does it influence the player that they are untouchable, that even if they don't perform, they are going nowhere? Well, if you look at the individuals in A+, it shows the attitude of the board and the attitude of the advertisers and how we look at them. For example, 10-20-12, Rohit Sharma would have been in grade D or in fact not even given a contract. Suddenly, 9 years later, 10 years later, he is this iconic player in the legendary books. How does that work? Well, it's a matter of perception. He was always a good player. So was Kohli, who have been playing for from 2007 onwards. But it's about a period of time in which they start performing. You look at them in isolation, in, sola, in solos, in silos. And then when they perform, and then when it satisfies the Indian cricket board and their bosses. If we can look at the Indian cricket board as their bosses, they are given the rewards. Similarly, as students are rewarded with A, A+, B, C, D or by the school by giving them trophies for the best student award and other such trophies. And that's how things work which means it's a purely performance-based merit. You score zero, but you score 200 in the next two matches and you will be awarded. If Rishabh Pan keeps playing like this, maybe a year or two later, when the contracts are renewed again and when the Indian Cricket Board feels the salary is coming their way, they will surely promote him to A+, but they keep limited people in the A+, category because according to them, it's a special category. What other players received contracts? Shubman Gill, Mohamed Siraj, Aksar Patel were given their contracts while Kuldeep Yadav was the biggest loser. Look at the term, the biggest loser. Why? Because he was not picking wickets. He was not doing what he was supposed to do as an athlete. And he slipped from grade A to grade C. There you go. How do grading of players influence their performance or how their performance influenced the players? It, it looks at both ways. Now, Guldeep Yadav went to grade C, which means will he continue to perform? Will he say, no, the gradings don't affect me. I will still perform for me performing is more important than the salary I receive. I'm sorry, it doesn't work like that. Your salary influences your performance and your performance influences your salary. Maybe Kuldeep Yadav won't be picked in the team because he's been downgraded. And that's the way things work. But let's do something different. As it's a well-known fact that the Indian 
20 over domestic competition is going on and the majority of the players are playing over there which means the bangladesh bangladesh sri lanka test tournament is now at a grade b level that is grade a plus the indian domestic tournament and this particular tournament is at grade b or grade c now when we talk about sri lanka we are obsessed with certain players we cannot go beyond them for us they are and they will remain great a players for example jasuria mulindran ranatunga disilva sangakara jayawardene and many more they are considered legends but i think i think they are passe they retired they are coaches they are administrators they are done whether they whether they went on to win championships for their team that's in the past it's done it's time to move on to the newer players but then the way the mind works when a certain group has influenced a sport especially in countries like sri lanka where only one sport is given that kind of importance then and the media and the commentators and everyone hypes them to levels which can't be seen which are abstract levels you can't look beyond certain groups of players who did well for their country but they are retired they retired decades ago they are done they were good well that is subjective it's time to move on to newer players who have already been part of the sri lankan setup for example for a while and another example is that two players who were supposed to be part of the bangladesh team but they are to make sure that their bank balance doesn't go undisturbed they are playing for the indian domestic league instead of playing for the their own country's tournament and the cricket board cannot do much but look at it as a positive if two players from bangladesh are playing in that competition it will allow other players from the national team to show that we can win or at least perform up to levels which are unexpected for example when west indies chased 400 runs 400 runs nobody took that seriously it's the same story with west indies we cannot go beyond certain players we are just obsessed with them they may have retired decades ago but we give them that hype well it can be unsettling after a while that it's a disrespect given to the current setup and that's the way the sport should be you retired you're done move on for example triple h shawn michaels retired move on look at new players don't compare them to the past it doesn't work for now bangladesh are one for 15 in four and a half overs of course age makes a huge difference in this sport let's just see as lakman bowls to tamim who defends and no runs but before we go further let's take a short break Thank you.
welcome back after the break welcome to the first book review of this popular talk show we will start with the book shantaram now this book has a different take to most thriller and action packed novels let me just give you a glimpse of what this book entails shantaram is a literally literary masterpiece is the adventure of lin who escapes from an australian prison lands in mid 1980s bombay and forges a relationship with the locals while hiding his true identity so who is lin no one knows this is a first person account of the character hit he uses the pronoun i during the entire novel first person account he talks about his experience of landing in bombay the events surrounding it and then the author exploits the racial stereotypes that every foreigner is subjected to that is as a britisher an english speaking person or in indian terms a gora even if they are from different countries and a foreigner's limited knowledge of india so when the author lands in india he of course sees the familiar sights of hustle and bustle he gets into a taxi he brief befriends the taxi driver who looks at him with awe as a foreigner and then the story continues let's look at some of the racial stereotypes that the author exploited for an indian living in the north we racially profile our fellow country folks from the south as madrasi and obviously outdated anthropological terminology being employed for centuries and those in the northeast as chinese due to their mongolite features and our gaping prejudice towards our neighbors now the protagonist lin is caught between the rock and the hard place he begins his journey by living in the slum by establishing a free clinic he becomes the dearest of all his residents in the slum because he learns to speak the local language that is marathi and hindi flawlessly he goes through different experiences he partners with people who are seen as suspicious who do not seem what they are who they are but because of his blind faith in them and because of his experiences and because these individuals give him the respect that he feels he deserves he gets into business he falls in love there is a love hate relationship with the person he falls in love with and of course there is that dilemma whether he should spend more time with like minded fellow travelers from other countries who he meets at leopold's cafe or should he spend time with the locals in the slum he's always caught in that dilemma and in this book every page has a different race pulse to it the plot changes every second the author himself 
tries to put us in a situation where we don't know where this story will end it continues on a path there are moments of happiness and there is a sudden fall to moments of melancholy tragedy but the story continues the author continues to relent he himself lands in prison for a few days so his experiences become more and more interesting the protagonist struggles to balance the twin emotions of love and hatred forging relationship with people who like him are also hiding their true identity and nature while agreeing to do things getting into business that are against his moral code but due to blind faith he goes ahead and gets involved in questionable activities and in this process losing a lot of friends well this ends the book review it's time for a short break Welcome back after the break. Let's continue. So this ends episode number three fifty four on the twenty first of April twenty twenty one. For more awesome content, tune in to the next episode of the weekly show. Bye.